0: Hi, thanks for joining us for this episode of the Teacher Nerds Podcast. Remember, check us out on TeacherNerds.com and follow us on Twitter at TeacherNerds. And remember, we are nerds with a Z. Now a word from our sponsor.
1: Two, three, four. Teacher Nerds, Teacher Nerds, knocking on your door. Open up, let's take your teaching further than before. Give it a try, don't be shy, there's nothing there to lose Worst thing that happens, kids get pain on their shoes We're talking teacher nerds, I'm talking teacher nerds About to start the show and then we'll watch our learning grow
0: Hey, welcome to the first episode of the Teacher Nerds Podcast Uh, Again, I'm Ron Nober. And I'm Joe DiPaolo And today we're going to be talking about uh, how things are going this year Um, And, you know, maybe some things we've tried and you know how they worked out. Um, so I, I, I guess I'll start. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the big things I tried this year that I was kinda nervous and excited about was I gave free seating where wherever you wanted to sit. There third, you go. Third grade to eighth grade. Nice. Um, you know and, and a lot of the kids came in, especially the younger grades and they were just confused. I bet. That I wasn't telling them where to sit. Um, and in sixth, seventh, and eighth grade, I, I really gave them the opportunity. I wanted them to be comfortable. So if you felt more comfortable sitting on the desk, oh. sit on the desk. If you felt more comfortable standing, stand you know. Um, and funny enough, most kids sit in the same exact spot every time they come in. they're trained in a chair. they're, they're trained. But um,
1: I've given those options before as, as opposed to where if you want to stand, you can stand, right but you have to stand on two feet and and after two or three minutes everyone sits back down because right. sitting is more comfortable but you know it's funny does anyone have those types of chairs in their home nobody you know no because you're yeah. not sitting and watching oh, maybe your in a kitchen cl- table but even th- i think they're more comfortable because they sure. have pads you know sure. or you can get pads for those right. um these are some of the most uncomfortable chairs right that, that i've ever that i've ever seen um we're I'm actually on donors choose and uh we're trying to get some different types of seating that's awesome in in the classroom because it is it's it's so uncomfortable and uh well how about when you you know it really killed me when when you told them to come in and put their table wherever they wanted right yeah you know I think that's 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 unheard of and and yeah how did that go
0: i it, it went well I mean funny enough the tables ended back up exactly where they would normally be yeah um, again I think you know,
1: but that's compliment to you. Like maybe, maybe that was a good choice by you.
0: Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe that's just the way they are most comfortable. But they will, they'll, you know, if they're working in teams and things like that, they'll pull tables apart and Break get off. them a little more comfortable. Um, you know, I have had students sit on the floor or, you know, sometimes they turn their chair around and okay. they sit so they can kind of hang over the back. You know, my whole thing is, like, I try and think about what is it like when I'm learning? And if I'm stuck in that same position... You know, right? Forever.
1: It's uncomfortable.
0: It's uncomfortable, and I don't think about learning. I'm thinking about Man, when am I going to get a break to get yeah, up or sucks. yeah, um, exactly. You um, know, it, and I know you've tried. You 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 brought in. You got rid of desks. This we year. got
1: totally rid of desks, which was which was scary because uh, now these awesome tables are, are huge and there's a lot of room uh, for the kids to work, but there's nothing for them to hold their their belongings. You know, okay. where the the desks they put everything in. So now things are in their in their lockers and and it was a struggle because it it was counterproductive to have them and we didn't start this way but the the thinking process was after every period they're gonna have to run back and forth for their stuff You know, not that we can't handle transitions, but that's a lot of transitions, which would take away from that time on task. So we did start to develop systems where the kids would have book bins and and everything they need from the morning till lunch. And then we'd have pictures on the board for visual reminders. That's awesome. Um, Because it it is it's tough and and, and it's easy to put stuff down and walk away from it. Organization is is something I struggle with. Um, But the tables have been such a huge improvement. We're dealing with laptops, we're, we're with the making in the classroom. Right, right, You know, they have so much area. And they're flat instead of, you know, desks are always at some little bit of an angle. We were doing science experiments with pushes and pulls and, and it's just, we weren't getting the results that the books were like, yeah, these are the correct answers. This is what the kids should be finding. And that was another beautiful thing. It's like, guys, this is what you're supposed to find. Why don't you think you're finding, you know, why don't you think this is happening? That's well, because um, of your desks. It was definitely because of the desks. And okay. and, it, and one, you know, the, the, the tables were supposed to be four feet off the ground. We were supposed to be using five feet of string. Um, and at the time, those desks just didn't, they didn't match those standards. Yeah. Um, that's one. Of, but we are still stuck with, with those same types of chairs, right. which is why, you know, we've written grants before and that didn't get accepted. So we're, we're finding other alternatives to bring things in because it, it is uncomfortable. And, and to talk about going on the floor you know, we asked for some some mats for the kids to be able to start sitting on because okay. it is uncomfortable. And if and if you're thinking I'm uncomfortable, what you're not thinking about is you what's know, going on in class. What, yeah, Yeah, what they're supposed to be focusing on. Yeah. Uh, but that's but that's enjoyable to 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 see them come into the class and to hear other kids come into the class and go, whoa, this place is awesome. Like, yeah, yeah. it's awesome. <laughs> and uh, like you said, I
0: mean, you know, some of the the struggles, you know, of how to have them transition with books and things, but You know, really, it's a, it's a skill that, it may be a struggle now, but it's a skill that they're learning because most definitely, you know, going into middle school, you're moving from class to class. So you have to know what stuff you need from your locker so you can get to class to class. So, and that's, that's it.
1: I tell them all the time. I don't want to, I don't want to teach a third grade. You know, I want to, I want to get you ready for not only fourth grade, but yeah, for the rest of your life. Being organized is, is important. And, and I didn't necessarily learn it early on enough in, in my life. So you yeah. know, now I'm working on it and, right. and becoming, I think, better and better at it every day.
0: Yeah, and good. I mean, it's good. They can see you're working at it, too. You know, you're, you 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 deal with it as well.
1: Oh, many, many times they <laughs> hear Now, where did I put that? Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> Where's my coffee? I mean, um, you know, one of the other things I, I tried this year was, you know, I always struggle with rubrics for, you know, group projects because a lot of what I do is group projects. Right. Um, you know, and I tried doing a spreadsheet this year where students could check off what they did, what they accomplished, what they didn't. Um, and it was a disaster. I, um, <laughs> I'm sure it wasn't a disaster. Well, I mean, th- they were confused by it because it's nothing, it was nothing like they had before. And of what course. I probably should have done was spent, you know, a, a period going over how to use it. Um, you know, but it's still but that's something your I'm constraint, working on. Right. Yeah.
1: That's your constraint. You have these kids for- 45, it? 45 days if, one period a day but but you don't always get that right
0: not to account for you know
1: S- special occurrences uh, right you know um, concerts
0: concerts and things like that you know but yeah so that that was one of the other things i you know i tried and, and was a struggle and maybe not a success this time right and um,
1: you know we we started new report cards last year so right. so the standards-based grading um but i think that's the way to go right you know how are are you achieving success are are you great are you still struggling um and then identifying the areas that you want this project or right. you know that assignment to cover right. um but that's a good thing for them you know
0: so what about what about you what are some of the things that you uh well, have worked on this year
1: you know we teach third grade and and we have eight and nine year olds and i guess they come in as they come in as seven and eight year olds and and it's it's a struggle and this year has been quite different than last year Last year we started the making and and started talking about what happens when something doesn't work and what are you doing to try and fix that and like you know we started the epic failure board right. and kids were on that board all over the place last year and they couldn't wait to to put themselves on the board and we started it this year and it was such a different mindset where the kids you know their belief is I don't want to be a failure right and right. and we're trying to tell them that's this is the point you know you're not a failure and and
0: right it's just this thing failed this time
1: and that's why we always put it we it was great to put a uh, dry erase shower board up there so yep. it's now a dry erase and the kids can go up in different colored markers and you know i i did this and bombed so now i'm going to in that's a different awesome. color um so how they're going to try and fix that so it's not a failure um you know and and that's and that's fun now at the end of the year because things are catching on and and the kids are going hey mr apollo you know what <laughs> I should check that board with the pictures on it, so I know what I need in the nice. afternoon. I'm like, holy smokes, lights are going off. Yeah, um, you know, so so things are, but it's but it's almost April. You know, yeah. so so this is it. It's, it it floored us. It I, I co-teach with another uh, wonderful teacher, Kim Bray. Um, and, and, you know, we started the year with posters all around right. and, you know, those positive mindset. And the kids are like, nope, I'm not a failure. I don't want to be called a failure. No way. Don't put me off on the board, Mr. DePaulo Right, right. So, so that was a little bit of a struggle, a little different than last year. We talked about the tables, and, and that's just been an ultimate hit on one hand. And, and that uh, accompanied with some struggles. Sure. Um, which which we're, we're dealing with. The new curriculum this year has has really kind of thrown what we've been doing in the classroom to a whole new level, with the with the the readers workshop model, model with the specific curriculum to follow, right. um, accompanying guided reading, which is great. And I believe it was at Rewire put on at Tabernacle where I saw Kate Baker talk about flipped learning and the use of playlists. Right, and, and it was unreal bringing this playlist in. Um, you know now the kids are accountable. They have directions for things. It's it's they at first we tried it on their laptops and and putting it to them through Google Classroom and and that was kind of a hot mess. So hopefully with the addition of Chromebooks we can go paperless next year.
0: And can you can you just explain like a little bit what the playlists are like? What, what oh, is that? Um, the idea? playlist
1: is it's almost like a, an iPod playlist. So okay. they they have right now a sheet of paper with four different. Activities for the kids to do. Uh, it's it's one columns A, B, C, and D, and the date that they complete the activity. Okay. Uh, and the middle column is the specific activity. Uh, it might be a picture of a hero because the act. And then in the other column will be what they're supposed to do. Okay. Um, about the hero, you know, they're reading and bringing him some so it's quality training Almost
0: like a choice list.
1: Um. Um. It's it's their specific center activities. Like okay. the, the top item on the playlist is working with the teacher in the guided reading group. Okay, Um, And and they're great for the kids because it's their directions and what they're supposed to be doing in each center. Um, We wanted to have it linked up in Google Classroom because they do have to respond after reading for 20 minutes and and bring in ideas like personality traits specifically right now because we're talking about reading and and following that
0: character. Um, That'll be great next year when you have you could have Flipgrid. To be able to have responses. With those cameras. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah.
1: And and that's that's what's exciting with, with the addition of the Chromebooks coming down to our third mm. grade classrooms next year. Um, the laptops are great. But there's some limitations. I don't, there are limitations. Yeah. And, yeah. and with the Chromebook, I think those limitations will kind of start to disappear. And, and who knows? Maybe we'll get new issues that we'll have to overcome. Um, but the playlists have been great. And it's, and it's a way when we're alternating social studies one week, science the next week, the week we're specifically teaching science on the playlist or social studies activities. Oh, that's awesome. So, so the kids are never really abandoning social studies. That's great. Um, or specifically science. Right, right. We had started in our science curriculum, it was social studies weekly, and it's an online has an online component to it. So the kids are able to, to listen to articles, they're able to work with a character, which is affectionately named rev the rat and uh okay. <laughs> <laughs> perform different activities to cool. to yeah i guess to you know he's got a home so he wants a beanbag so you have to gain a certain amount of coins by answering questions or completing oh, so activities gamifying the learning yes yeah yep. cool. and yeah. It, and it, it's 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 hilarious because during the the personal development on the curriculum i'm thinking a rat yeah right right <laughs> the kids are gonna be like a rat really but you know what they love the rat they love rev <laughs> um and then with science we had started a new science curriculum last year and this year we'd um our our curriculum coordinator had gotten us something called gizmos yeah, which yeah. is an online yep. resource where the kids are able to get online and and really work with different um features and change things and and perform experiments like Flying um, carts down a hallway and changing the, cool. s- the surface of the hallway, which you know we we've definitely. I'm not gonna say we haven't thrown chairs down the hallway to talk about <laughs> what might happen. You know, between this less cha-
0: trouble. Well, most ta- you can get into less trouble. I don't wanna say gismos. less trouble.
1: I say you can use more toys when okay, uh, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. like you're throwing all kinds of stuff down that hallway. Um, and it's you know, that's once again when we're teaching the science curriculum, that's an activity that the kids can do during reading to keep. When we I'm sorry when we're teaching social studies, studies curriculum, this is an activity where that keeps science um, fresh and, in their mind. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they're able to dig a little deeper and and think about things.
0: So you're you're liking gizmos? I mean, I like most definitely. Yeah, cool. The, um, right. the
1: more we get into it, the you know the the more we're able to see what the kids can do, and there's different activities with That's it. Awesome. And, the, and what's awesome is the kids are going home, and you're like, oh look, can I do? You know, gizmos we're doing. At home? We show them activity A. They do activity B on their own, and nice. then, yeah, they're coming in. Oh, I did see, and this is what happened. Oh, that's awesome. Um, this week, we're doing the landforms, or I'm sorry, last week in social studies, we were focusing on U.S. landforms, so one of the playlists was activities came with a choice board, and this choice board had different ways of showing us what you learned about landforms. Of course, well, landforms was volcano, so one of the activities on the choice board was construct a volcano? a volcano. Nice. Extra points if you can make it explode. Nice. Well, yesterday, and it's great because I don't have a phone. Um, my co-teacher brought her phone in, so she yep. was able to take video. Um, three kids made volcanoes, and, and you know the worst thing about it? The other kids doing the other centers were so distracted. By the I, volcanoes. I don't know how, how much you know, that other work got done, but uh, you know it's, it's just cool to see their excitement about it. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah, most definitely.
0: So uh, I guess... One of the takeaways from this episode, I mean, try some flexible seating. Try giving some choice in seating. Um, choice in activities. Choice in activities. You know? And maybe even look at gizmos. I know you can get some free trials to, to there, work on gizmos.
1: There's a lot of, there. Are, I don't want to say a lot, but in all the different topics, there are free there are free, a, free activities. activities. Yep,
0: That's awesome. So uh, that's some of the stuff we've tried this year. Some of the successes and failures that we may have had this year. You know, one thing I didn't mention, I guess, in the beginning is I I know you said you teach third grade. Yeah, I teach technology um, and like STEM education for third grade to eighth grade. So you know, I I have a big gap in uh, the the age of students that I teach.
1: And and when I first started getting into making, I I thought you were going to have it made because you'd have older kids and they'd be able to do more things. and, and not that those kids can't, you know, the things they do, it's amazing, yeah. but I have the kids all day. Yeah. So I'm not, I don't have that time constraint right. where it's, Oh, I only have them for 42 minutes and I only have them for 45 days right compared to, yeah you know, I have them 181 days yeah. and, uh, and I could use a couple more days.
0: Yeah. Right. Um, so that's been our first episode. Uh, lots of fun. Hope you join us again for our next episode. We are the teacher nerds, Ron Nober and Joe DiPaolo. Have a good one. Two.
1: Take care. Three, four. Teacher nerds, teacher nerds, knocking on your door. Open up, let's take your teaching further than before. Give it a try, don't be shy, there's nothing there to lose. Worst thing that happens, kids get pain on their shoes. We're talking teacher nerds, I'm talking teacher nerds.